Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 583 of The Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, uh, we'll be talking charity with EJ Edwards as he is taking part in the Virtual London Marathon this year. Also hearing from Lewis Johnson and his mom Teresa all about the work that they're doing raising funds. We'll also be talking music. Mike Watson joins us for a chat about his latest releases. And we'll be hearing from Aaron Page about his world as a busker and his releases online too. Kerry Hayes joins us as well, and we'll be talking makeup with her, finding out about how to boost your confidence through some skincare. And on the phone, we will have Luke Goss. He, of course, you'll know from Ross, but he's a fantastic film career as well. For the last 20 years, he's been working in some brilliant movies, the latest of which is Pay Dirt, and it's available now on DVD and digital download, having missed out on its theatrical release due to the situation around the COVID crisis. That's all on the way on today's show. There doesn't seem to be a waking moment when Lewis Johnson isn't fundraising, and he brings a whole family into it too. Teresa Johnson is with him now as we have a chat. Hello to you both. Hiya. So uh, what's going on at the moment? Because, as I say, you are always busy. Uh, Lewis, what's your current fundraising project? Um, currently, we're doing charity work for Birmingham Children's Hospital. Sorry, the dog's just jumped in. <laughs> so uh, I know you've raised funds in the past, and I know that you've made some friends down there with the work that you've done. So uh, uh, it's it's obviously something that's close to your heart. And and how are things going for 2020? Because it's not been an easy time to fundraise, has it? It's been doing good. It has been difficult, obviously, with the coronavirus, but we've managed to work around it, and we've been doing good. Excellent news. And, and Teresa, obviously, uh, you are uh, you know, part of the team here. I know he uh, kind of uh, drives you to what uh, what needs to be done. But uh, <laughs> yeah. how has it been going from your point of view? Because you haven't been able to do the usual sort of bake sales and things that you would normally um, get up to. Obviously, no bake sales. But um, we actually, when COVID first started, we thought that would be the end of this year. Uh, but um, he's raised um, over £1,000 in lockdown. That's good. And, you know, he's... We we still we're doing something this weekend at home as well on the dry so mm -hmm. so a chance to actually get involved and again it's all part of the community as well and and having an event on the drive that really yeah. starts to bring people together and it makes it an, an enjoyable time for those of us who haven't been able to you know get out and about as much as normal and uh, I mean Lewis again um, any interesting new ideas because I mean you've been doing this a fair few years now haven't you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we just deciding what to do because we, obviously with the virus we've got to be careful what we can and can't do. But um, we've got some ideas coming slowly, haven't yeah. we? <laughs> That's good news. Do, do we have a total that you've raised to date? Have we got a, a running big figure? Just 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 under thirty thousand pounds. Which is impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, I mean, Lewis, how old are you now? Because you're getting on a bit now, aren't you? I'm 14. So, and you've been doing this, what, since you were, what, seven, eight, nine, something like that? Five, five. Really, five? So it's nine years of fundraising now. And yeah. Uh, so which is your favourite charity you've worked with in all that time? Compton Care, which used to be Compton Hospice, that's got a big sentimental value to me because my nan uh, was in there and they treated her 
but also now Birmingham Church Hospital plays a big part in my heart as well with um, multiple people that I know going there and mm -hmm. being treated. And we've got, as you say, some plans you're formulating at the moment. Uh, but uh, is there something that you would like to be able to do? Because, I mean, you, you, you're almost at an age where we can start to get you to do crazy things like bungee jumps and stuff like that. I mean, that would be, be amusing, wouldn't it? That's yeah. what he wants to do, but, of course, it's me. It's like, <laughs> willy, willy. I know you'll do it, and he'd love to do it. It's just the consequences afterwards. <laughs> Having done one at Compton, when you were down there, I know it's, it's, it's not too bad. I think, you, Mom, you've got nothing too much to worry about. They're a great team. <laughs> they look after you. <laughs> But uh, yeah, something like that would be a, a good bit of fun. But uh, you know, is there a, a total that you're trying to get to uh, in the in the short term, just to, uh, to you know, tick that box to say I've raised that much money? Because 30k, that's an impressive sum already. Um, not really. We just do as much as we can. That's all we can really do. Mm -hmm. And we try not, we try not to set a target because then sometimes if we do not make it, it puts us down but if we don't have a target then we're just happy with whatever we get well i mean you are doing well some fantastic numbers coming through i mean i know i've been talking to you for at least the last five years on on the number of different events that you've done and uh, we've been at things where you've, you've started events off and uh, it, what's the most recent award because i know that uh, you've been getting quite a bit of recognition the west midlands police yeah. west midlands police recognition award i think yeah. for lockdown mm -hmm. the 100 heroes award yeah. for being a children again another great one to be involved with and uh, say just uh, it's unusual these days for you know particularly someone of your age to, to to want to do so much and it's fantastic to see it where do we go to find out about all the work that you're doing so we can keep on top of uh, all these great fundraisers and uh, we can make sure that everyone's contributing. I, I see you with a bit well, of cardboard there. You've got the info, haven't you? <laughs> well, I've got um, um, Facebook, which is Lewis Johnson BTYA fundraising page. Mm -hmm. And also I've got Twitter, which is at Lewis Connor 9. Well, congratulations on everything you've done so far. I know it's a big family effort with Lewis, really making the, uh, everybody work on this one and you know, keeping everybody busy. Uh, might we see something like Christmas cards again in the near future or is that something that you haven't really got time to do with all the other activities? We've got quite a few of them left, haven't we? <laughs> okay, and, and you've got time to do some crafting as well whilst you're uh, around the house a little bit more. So uh, we never know. We might see a, a, another range of those this year. Whatever happens, yes. keep checking out the Facebook pages and keep doing what you're doing and, and good luck with the rest of the fundraising you're doing going forward. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Singer-songwriter Mike Watson has been collaborating with a number of people and features on a brand new single release in addition to his own work. And he joins me now for a chat. Hello. Thanks for having me. How are you? Well, good to talk to you, and uh, I'm very well, thank you. So, uh, you've been heading around the country, enjoying a bit of the summer sun, in a you know, give or take the odd bit of rain we've been having too. But uh, this has, has not necessarily been the the summer tour you had anticipated this year, is it? Slightly different. Uh, sadly, not played a single show since lockdown. But you know, there's far more important things going on in the world than live music. Um, but yeah, I've been doing a little bit of travelling, seeing some family and friends. I've just been in Scotland. Uh, where the weather was actually quite nice. Um, but yeah, no music, which is always a bit of a shame. So what is going on though? Because there is a, a brand new single that you feature on. Yeah, so the beginning of lockdown, I, um, I reached 
reached out, well, a couple of producers reached out to me uh, and said, well, let's try and make something work here, even though coronavirus is about to happen. Um, so reached out uh, and has been just um, had three releases um, in July and August. Uh, the latest one, So Insane, with Al Vancella, a fantastic producer from Albania. Mm -hmm. uh, and it seems to be doing really well on Spotify, which is great, as are the other two. So, uh, yeah just very happy everyone everyone seems to like it so you've been involved in several releases a lot of this been in your own work fully as well though so it's it's not that uh, you've only been collaborating but you have been producing your own singles yeah exactly um we i've got three um singles just um under my own name that are out line for love on fire and black and blue um and then you know i've always liked the idea of working with other artists and djs so it just seemed the perfect match you know because i'm not a producer at all so the fact I can't actually physically go into the studio with a producer due to COVID kind of was a bit limiting. And then it's all kind of timed quite perfectly, working with Alban and Marin. They're actually Albanian. Um, and yeah, that's just make music over the internet. It's, it seems to be the way of 2020. Yeah, well, you've you're, you obviously got the home studio, the, a great recording setup. And does this mean there are videos of time with this work as well? Or how are you doing it? Yeah, so basically the way that we work is we'll, we'll choose a song or, for example, the latest song, So Insane. Alban will send over a few chords for me. I'll then write a melody, write some lyrics, send it back. He'll then critique it, send it back. So there's a lot of emails. My inbox is so full at the moment. <laughs> um, we've just demos, honestly, like 19 different versions of a song, turning up a hi-hat here, a drum here. Uh, it's, been, it's been interesting. Uh, and actually, I've got another song coming out with Alban on the 18th of September, and there will be a music video for that. But obviously, we can't be in it. So we've actually got that shot over in Switzerland with some uh, actors, which is really exciting. So we're looking forward to that one coming out as well. Um, this is yeah, a, a way of expressing your creativity, getting to work with some different people that you maybe wouldn't have even thought of working with before, and uh, an and international set of collaborations. And this sort of thing is, is yeah, bound to be set to continue. It's been such... Good stuff for the creative world is, is, is being a creative, you suddenly thought, well, how can I do something now under different circumstances? Yeah, ab absolutely. I think I was slightly worried at the beginning of, uh, you know, say February, March time when, you know, COVID was, was looming on the horizon. Because I thought, you know, I, as I said, I'm not a producer, so I heavily rely on working with other people in the studio. Um, so the fact that these guys reached out through Instagram, funny enough, um, you know, it's kind of just the way the world works now. And it's a lot of fun. Obviously, there's, there's a few little hurdles there, you know, slight time differences. Um, it's not quite as instantaneous as saying, right, can you turn this up? Can you change this vocal? You know, it takes four or five emails to, you know, understand what's going on. And then there's obviously a slight language barrier. Mm -hmm. um, but it has been, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, I think since lockdown started, well, since the beginning of March anyway, I've done 44 tracks. Um, and 28 of them are collaborating with other artists. <laughs> that is an impressive amount of work in anybody's book at any time. So really, we've got four albums worth of Mike Watson, which is available out there. So yeah. how do we get hold of it all? What do we do? I mean, it, it, it's just a deluge on Spotify or what's going on? Yeah. So what we're doing at the moment is we're releasing them through, you know, all the usual platforms, uh, Apple Music, uh, Deezer, um, Spotify. So the best way to, to find the new tracks is just, you know, go through my Instagram. I always give a little teaser of the tracks that's coming out and the dates and et cetera, et cetera. There'll be links all there. So Mike Watson Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, but 
my Spotify catalogue will be getting significantly bigger over the next <laughs> three or four months, that's for sure. Well, as each of these comes out into the world, and uh, uh, I suppose it gives them uh, their own life, doesn't it, as well? And particularly the way the internet works these days, people pick up one track and not another. A collaboration can lead you to uh, some of your solo work, and, uh, and who knows, the world is then your oyster. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's really exciting. It's, it's really nice. And getting people for, who, you know, Alban Cella, for example, on Spotify has hundreds and hundreds and millions of views and streams. So it's quite nice, his fan base, then tapping into some of my own solo work, you know, reaching out to me, saying they like it. So, you know, it's, it's probably a fan base or, you know, a type of music that I probably wouldn't have delved into before Corona, but you just make the best of a bad situation. Um, and what sort of genres are you working in here, though? Is it a number of different ones when you're working with different people? Have you got one that you feel you should call your own? Yeah, so originally, my, well, my background um, and my three first releases were all very much pop music, um, very reasonably squeaky clean, you know. You've been your own boy band, aren't you, really? That's what you're telling us. Exactly. That's basically it. Yeah. Your words, not mine. <laughs> um, but this stuff, it's kind of, it's future basey. It's a lot darker. There's a lot of big drops in there, which is, you know, as a pop writer, I, I live and breathe a chorus, you know, verse, pre-chorus, <laughs> chorus, back to verse. Now it's, hold on, I don't sing for 45 seconds where there's drop and there's an instrumental. So to start with, it was a little bit, oh, hold on. Uh, I'm not quite sure what to do here, but it's... Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. This, um, this future bass stuff, it seems to do really well on Spotify and I actually enjoy it. You know, it's, it's a lot less tiring to sing, a lot less lyrics, a lot <laughs> less lyrics to write. So, um, no, it's, it's good. But still getting a chance to, to, to make something uh, you know, quite inspiring with the music and uh, something that you can share with your audience. And they, they get to see both sides of you, Pop Mike and, uh, and, and, and the other work that you're doing. Yeah. So that, that, that kind of works quite well. And do the costumes change when it comes to videos? If you were to be in them, do you think? No, I don't think I could. Uh, I don't think I could change my style too much. Um, yeah, just a t-shirt and a jacket kind of guy. Nothing too out there. <laughs> I don't think I could pull it off. <laughs> Give us all the details then on where we find your music. Sure. Yeah. So if you uh, Spotify and Apple Music, you just type in Mike Watson. You'll see all the songs there. And if you go on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, or YouTube, you can just type in Mike Watson Music. And all this, all the stuff will be there. We've got track coming out in two days' time, um, which we're about to launch today. The fact that's coming out, so you're the first to know that. So that's coming out 20th of August. Uh, that's with Marin Hawks on Magic Records, and that's a Levels cover. And then we've got a couple more in September and October. And then, yeah, hopefully a few more around Christmas time. So it's a busy few months. We'll see what we get. We'll keep watching this space and uh, seeing how much music surges out into the world. But for now, Mike Watson, thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. Get a feeling that I've never, 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 never had before. No, no, I get a good feeling, yeah. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah.
sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. I get a feeling that I've never, 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 never had before, no, no. I get a good feeling, yeah. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. somebody wants to zuz up their look because they've got a bit of a zoom meeting or they may be wanting to get the eyes looking right over the face mask in their local corner shop Kerry Hayes is able to help she is one of those people who sell products for unique and joins me now for a chat hello hello how are we doing you okay yes thank you good stuff now obviously this uh, I think to, to you is a business you've been running for a little while now and uh, you've been helping people to uh, to change their attitude towards their skincare and beauty regimes and that goes for both men and women yes anybody anybody what sort of things do you do how do the products work most of them are natural products um, but they, they just build you up um, the confidence any age groups so you know young and old we have really like, well, a good diverse of people wanting the products. And we have solutions for everybody. Mm -hmm. We do cons consultations so we can you know, identify what they need. And that can be done both face-to-face -face, uh, from a social distance point of view, but also uh, through the likes of a, a video call as well. So you can actually help yeah. people to, to, to address problems they may have, both uh, with their day-to-day -day skin appearance and, and then where they want to take it from there. Yeah. So how did this journey start for you and how did you find Unique? My why, what we call it, mm -hmm. um, my husband passed away May last year, mm -hmm. um, he was my rock and we've been married 32 years, you know, we was going to be together forever, um, my confidence and self-worth just plummeted and it's took me a long, oh, till now, oh, to, when did I start, May, mm -hmm. um, to get some confidence back and I was basically scrolling um, Facebook saw this bubbly lady beautiful lady on about makeup and what it does for her and I thought you know what I need a bit of that and 
I joined and it's the best thing I've done. Um, I was always the one behind, if, if I send anybody with a camera, I'll be hiding. My camera roll now on my phone is just me. Selfies, everything. Um, and I want to pass that on to other people, how, how it's helped me. Mm -hmm. Just um, to have that confidence to be who you want to be. And that, that's not what it's about, it's about, isn't it really? It's not about making you who others should see. It's just about being who you want to be. And, uh, you know, being able to have that confidence and uh, to, to, to build up something which is both a, a physical state uh, as well as a mental state. I've got a reason now to get up in the morning and put, you know, put makeup on. Um, and because I never used to bother, but I've, I've got a reason to do it now, mm -hmm. and it's up, you know, it forces me up out of bed rather than sitting lying there and just going into a deeper state. So it's it's all about you know, the, the 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 mental health side of things too, and yes, I think that's something we do need to focus on a lot these days. So if somebody was to come to you for a, a consultation, uh, what would you say to them? Uh, what is it you're looking for? Mm -hmm. uh, is it skincare? Which um, basically, if, you, if skincare is first, if you've got a good skincare regime, then the rest is just follows. So you know, we sort the kit skincare out first. But I mean, we're leaders in mascara, and we've just done um, a launch last week of a brand new innovative um, twisted mascara. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely brilliant for um, people with hooded eyes, so um, who haven't got can't get to their lashes. It's absolutely amazing, which I suffer from as well. So it, I love it. And it's this a problem. We can solve people's problems. And uh, really give them that sort of self-confidence they might be lacking at the moment. But I mean, what you say, you talk about having to you know, work on the, on the skin itself. So really it's about making sure that you, you cleanse the pores and, uh, and get the, the, the skin ready for uh, the world. And it's, it's about having that confidence in, in your naked skin to start off with, let alone uh, before you start looking at applying uh, makeup uh, if, you know, to give the look that you want. And uh, we, how would you go about that? Because you know, are you able to cope with all skin types and, and tones? Yeah, I'll just write down, what, um, just ask them some questions about you know, skin types, um, oily, greasy, um, dry. And then we'll work from there what they need to target those areas. Once the skin starts to, uh, to improve, I mean, what sort of time scale would that take to, to, to get from uh, you know, the relaxed look that we may have <laughs> had gone through during <laughs> lockdown uh, to get uh, somebody back up to selfie ready? Uh, within four weeks. Mm -hmm. um, I've never had such good um, skincare in my life. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely, I don't know, not just because I you know, sell this, it's just I, I wouldn't sell it if I didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. And my skin's amazing now. Yeah, so it's something that started out for you as a, as a user of the product and then turned into you uh, sharing this with uh, friends and family. And I know you've been posting that this is good for guys as well for the girls. Yeah, definitely. We, we, we have a lot of guys um, reps as well. Um, so uh, our presenters. Uh, it's literally for anybody. Anybody with lashes, lips and a face. It'll be, yeah, it's good for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we, uh, I joke slightly about wearing the uh, the face mask as well. And I suppose it is, uh, it is, as you, you know, you said you, you, when your eyelashes rise, that is something which is uh, is quite prominent. Eyelashes, eyebrows, and uh, that sort of area of our face has suddenly come to the fore rather a lot more when we're out and about. Definitely, you can't. People can't see your, your mouth, so they have to look at your eyes. So you have to speak through your eyes. Mm -hmm. And if they they're showing there, it's 
much better. Yeah, and I, th I think these bits under my eyes could probably do with a little bit of uh, work as well. So and there's <laughs> the stuff that you can do there too. Could you, could you save these? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do you, a, do you a consultation after. <laughs> we'll maybe have a little bit of a chat about it. So if people want to find out about what you are doing, is that unique is the name of the, the brand. But uh, so yeah. for you, this is much more than than just buying makeup, isn't it? This is, this has been a yeah. massive boost to your self-confidence and uh, yeah. it has been your chance to, to express yourself in many ways. Yeah, and, and share my journey. I mean, obviously, my, all my friends and family know what, what I've been through. Mm -hmm. um, they can see... I mean, the compliments that I get now, and with my confidence is um, raised, I can accept them compliments because it's very hard to accept compliments. But I can do that now, and it's just you know everything's amazing. It's just I've never said amazing so much since you know I've joined. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's been a difficult time for you, and uh, unfortunately, we've been Facebook friends for some time, and uh, I've seen yeah. you and your family on there and through the performances that your son and uh, has done on stage at events that I've been to. So you know, I've I've, I've seen the 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 lows that you've had, and to to see you coming back is absolutely yeah. fantastic so uh, it is uh, great and obviously looking fantastic too and uh, enjoying uh, what you're doing so uh, yeah. it's nice to, to, to spread that love isn't it and i think that's really what you're doing this for well so with this, with this time our time is at the minute you know everybody's suffering whether they admit it or not um my mindset um i've been working on my mindset i've um got look uh, locked into loads of in, um, motivational speakers mm -hmm. Uh, keynote speakers and it's just you know taken my head just well absolutely brilliant well I say okay. good to see you enjoying it which is what counts and uh, I know that uh, you know, you're making the absolute most of, uh, of this uh, so where do people go to if they want a consultation from you how do they book something up yeah it's Kerry's Beauty Boutique VIPs so just look for that on Facebook and they can come along, say hi, and you can start talking yeah. about a consultation and uh, then find out what the uh, the costs are involved with the, the, the treatments that they're looking for. And can this yeah. all just be delivered direct to their door as well? Yeah, direct to the door, uh, either by myself or I can have it posted to them. So it can be any absolutely anywhere. Okay, well, get in touch, have a chat, and see what you can do to make uh, your confidence go through the roof and uh, really feel good about what you're doing and, and, and have a strong selfie game as well, which I think what counts. Definitely. <laughs> Kerry Hayes, thank you for joining us. Lovely to talk to you again. Thank you very much. EJ Edwards is about to embark on another challenge with a virtual London marathon this October. And he's currently sat outside Billbrook Church, where he's going to tell me more about it. Hello, sir. Oh, yeah, you okay, Jason? I'm good. I trust we find you well? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. And preparing for yet another fantastic challenge. And this time it's 30 laps around West Park on the 4th of October. Yeah, 30 laps for breast cancer now um, for the Virgin London Marathon. So, obviously, with everything that's going on this year, the usual running events haven't been taking place. And the London Marathon's quite a crowded one, isn't it? So I'm going to guess that's the reason why we're virtual this time around. Yeah, the uh, London Marathon, uh, there's over 125,000 people take part every year. Um, and it's, it's hard for you to socialise distance there because there's that many people. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, were you due to be running in London this year? Yes, I was, yeah. 
yeah, dressed as a pink, a pink panther again. Well, this is it. I know you enjoy uh, your outfits and uh, you're as bad as Stu, who you're running mate, uh, when it comes to this sort of thing. And uh, the Pink Panther, that is not a small costume to be running around in either. That must make it a little bit more like a challenge. Well, yeah, every, every run I do is a challenge. And um, this time it's uh, 30 laps. Really, I should be only doing um, 20, 27 laps because the London Marathon is only 26.2 miles. Mm -hmm. But I've set my challenge to 30 laps because one being Wolverhampton and two West Park. And so it makes a nice round number and yeah. uh, it's going to be uh, going to be good fun to do. Now obviously uh, we're anticipating social distancing in some form will still be in place come October so uh, hopefully I mean on that sort of length of track as well you can get a few supporters to cheer you on as you go around. Yeah there's actually a few of us that uh, should have been doing the London Marathon I think we're going to tag along on the day so um, you know, they've got to keep the distance and everything, and, um, you know, it should be good. Hopefully the weather is kind to me, because mm -hmm. it means my, my suit will get drenched. But yeah, we, we don't want to be any heavier than it actually has to be, and, uh, I mean, the Pink Panther's head is probably one of the greatest face masks in the world ever, isn't it? Yeah, well, it is, because I, I can only see it out of one eye, you see, and it's <laughs> the right eye, so I have to concentrate on my right eye. It makes it a, a much more than just running a standard marathon. I mean, I wouldn't even dream uh, of doing the usual 26 miles, let alone adding into that being dressed as a, an icon of uh, kids' film and TV. So uh, you've got quite a lot to, to, to put into this. Yeah, the other thing is uh, I'll be carrying a water um, pack with me as well. Mm -hmm. Because we... Um, we haven't got any spectators to pass me the water as I'm running around, so I'll be running around with the water pack on my back as well as the suit. So it's going to even weigh me down even more. But you've done this before. We know you are capable, but you say you're pushing it that bit further by going to the 30 laps and looking for sponsorship. So the, to give us all the details on, on what the charity does as well as how you can raise funds for it. Just got a just Virgin Giving page. Um, it's on my Facebook page, is EJ Edwards. So we, uh, you can follow me there. And Breast Cancer now doing some fantastic work on research to make sure that uh, fewer people die of what is absolutely awful disease. Yes, it is, yeah. It's, uh, also, it's not just women, it's men as well. Mm -hmm. As well as kids, uh, the kids can have it as well. So it's, um, it's, it's very, you know, it's very touching, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, who else are we expecting to turn up on the day? Anyone else we should give a shout out to? Um, he can probably Stuart Bailey. He's, he's bound to be there. He'll probably be dressed as Peppa Pig knowing him as well, won't he? And Manny as well. He's going to try and pop down and um, hopefully yourself if, if it all goes well. Yep, that's the plan. If we're, if, if we're allowed to do this sort of stuff, fingers crossed we'll be down there and uh, be able to share some stuff live and uh, have a great time seeing you do the 30 laps. What is your anticipated time for that sort of distance? Um, well, normally with Pink Panther, last year I did six hours of the London Marathon. But this time I haven't got no people stopping me or Elvis coming across me or balls. <laughs> you know, it's it's just one, you know, one circle. So anything could happen. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for probably four hours or five hours. That should be quite impressive. I mean, it, it's, it's a nice walk around West Park when I've done it in the yeah. past. And uh, often I've been down there when you're know, working on events and whatever else. And that, that makes it a bit distracting. But having seen some of the things that have been done there, it is, let's say, great to be able to get around, great to see the scenery, even though in your case you'll only be able to see it out of one eye. The one eye, yeah, yeah. 
This is the, uh, the way the mask works. So we'll be looking out for the Pink Panther. EJ Edwards is who we're looking for on Facebook. We need to find your Facebook page to get the cash together. EJ Edwards is what we're looking for on there. You can always come down and put money in the bucket on the day as well. Well, I mean, good luck with all of that. And uh, we look forward to seeing a, a brilliant display of costumes running from you on the 4th of October. What time will you be started off in the morning? Um, well, it depends because I'm still waiting for the London Marathon to give a time. Because right. I think we will start at the same time on the day. Uh, I mean, I'd start at 8 o'clock in the morning if it was me. <laughs> but I think you have to go by the rules and regulations and everything. So um, it's normally 10 o'clock at the London Marathon, but they might start it early because we're not running in it. And, and the difference is, I mean, there's normally different groups that run at different times. And as you're in the... Uh... The, the costume group, the bit that's most interesting to watch when it comes to the London Marathon. Uh, obviously, they don't have to stagger the times quite the way they, where they would normally. So we'll keep an eye out for that. We'll talk to you closer to the time just to get the final details and no hopefully see you on the day. EJ Edwards, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Take care. Singer, songwriter, busker, all on a very professional and somewhat international basis, Aaron Page is a truly talented fella and a nice bloke to boot. He joins me now for a chat. Hello. Good morning. How are we doing? You okay? I am pretty jolly. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right, thank you. Now, uh, outdoor musical performances have kind of snuck back, which I'm hoping has helped in your world, because I know from your Facebook page you've been uh, heading around a bit, doing a bit of busking, not only in your native uh, Cheslin Hay and Cannock, but also across the UK. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, I'd say I get around a little. I was in Liverpool a couple of days ago. I'm due to be down in Dorset again by the end of the week, so... Yeah, I, I spread myself around a little bit. But I mean, when when you're out performing, though, I mean, I, I know you've got original work, uh, but equally, I know you do a few covers too. So, I mean, what what is well received in the world of busking these days? Because I think it's 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 undervalued in some cases. Because without this sort of fun, joy, and entertainment in our streets, actually, the world's a bit of a boring place. Yeah, well, absolutely, uh, and I do genuinely think that you know the events that have transpired this year have, from my experience in the last couple of, well, the last few weeks, I think people are learning to value it a little bit more. I think you take it for granted that you're able to walk down the street and hear live music of all varieties. And um, and in fairness, it's, it's actually something that goes back to the Roman times. You find buskers in ancient Rome, mm -hmm. apparently. Uh, and they weren't doing Coldplay covers then, though, which is a slight difference, but... No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, with, with, the, with the music that you do perform and with what's going on, uh, say, in, in our world, I think it's nice to put a smile on people's faces as well. And uh, having seen you perform in, uh, say, in, in Canuck, which is somewhere you play quite regularly, uh, it's kind of having a regular pitch, and I, I think that really helps. And it's nice that you get people coming back to see you. They will donate. And uh, yeah, when I say donate, I mean really pay you for your time. Well, absolutely, yeah. And you can build a rapport up in certain in certain towns and cities. It's it's really nice, actually. You're, you're sort of a different person in every town and city. I, I can say that I can go to quite a few places in the UK. And I'll, for example, I think I was walking in a in a Sainsbury's the other day, and I heard a small child sort of tug his mum's sleeve and say, "Ah, mummy, that's the man that sings." <laughs> so celebrity but, status, which is good. 
Yeah, it, it's nice. I mean, as you said, it, to do something that makes people happy and to make people smile, that's something of value to me, you know, more so than having a nine till five. Mm-hmm. I think enough, enough people are living the nine till five lifestyle for me to not feel guilt about <laughs> um, making a few songs. Yeah, well, I say it is about you know, going out there and making some money and treating it as a job. And uh, it is because it is. I mean, being a musician is work, and we've we've seen all sorts of stuff in the press about you know, venues saying, "Oh, come and play for us for free." Now, I have in the past often asked people to play for free, but always tried to offer them something of value in exchange. Uh, but just exposure doesn't work, does it? Yeah, I mean, there are occasions where you can play for free, and the the exposure is adequate, or it's just a beautiful setting to play, but. Yeah, I've heard the analogy of, you know, you wouldn't ask a plumber to come and fix your plumbing and then offer him just exposure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of people asking for that. Not so much. I think what musicians need to do is really just, you know, put their foot down and nail down their business. Something as simple as just getting business cards, talking to people about their rates. I play a lot of weddings, for example. Mm-hmm. This year, not so much, as you can imagine. Yep. Uh, they've all been postponed. But, so, yeah, I think things as simple as that. But on the other hand, being able to contribute towards a lot of the time, charity gigs and things like that, it is also fulfilling. But granted, you know, we, we do need to eat as well. Yeah, it, it is something that sustains you and the music. And to be fair, I mean, the instruments themselves, you, you, you're carrying around something with you worth a fair few hundred quid and without that sort of cash in the first place, which is often uh, a seed put in place by parents who want to see you be able to express yourself, uh, you would just wouldn't be able to do it. And it, the time and effort that it puts in, it's, it's worth chucking a, a couple of quid, if you can, in the box as you go past when you see someone performing in the street. I like to think so. I mean, the amount of hours that you have to put in to learn one of these instruments, uh, it's quite substantial. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, I do like to think we're skilled individuals. I'm highly unskilled at a great many other things, but um, with music, I don't feel that I'm too bad. You, you, well, I know you're not, because I, I say I've heard you perform not only when you've been on uh, programmes I've done in the past, uh, I have conned you into working for free at events as well. Uh, uh, so, I'm part of the problem. But um, it, it is you know, good to hear the new stuff. And yeah, where we can share details and where people can buy your music, that's always good. And, and, and when you are out busking, have you got favourite artists that you like to perform songs from? Or is it uh, because we've seen these videos where people turn up and uh, someone set them up with, with their favourite star? Who would it be for you if, you if they were to suddenly turn up and do a duet with you? Who would you like to see? Oh, gosh. I'd probably say I'd probably say Damien Royce. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are a few that are up there that sort of the Regina Spectres and you know Tom Waits and Bob Dylan. But I think Damien Rice, when it comes to my style of performing, he's probably inspired me the most. Um, and I really adore his kind of raw, honest way of songwriting. It's not high production value, mm-hmm. but when you do listen to the songs you very much, you know, you're very much into it. It's very raw, it's very skeletal in its nature. Um, so as a guy with an acoustic guitar that goes out and play, I think, to uh, to, to put some Damien Rice would be 
quite a thing. Yeah. And, and of course you have your, your own uh, music that you're writing yourself as well and uh, I, I know that's going to be well received on the occasions you play there in public too. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I've actually received... It's unbelievable the amount of people that message me and talk to me about my own music. You know, I can... I get very proud about that in fairness and I do have... I'm planning to release an EP before the end of the year, mm-hmm. which is as yet uh, untitled. But yeah, I think playing your own songs when you're out busking is a really, really good thing. It is a, it's the best platform there is. People are the best, you know, source of is wisdom and inspiration. But I think a healthy mix also needs to be striped, you know. I mean, if I was to play my own songs all the time, I think it may be bordering on self-indulgence. But, and, and people want something they know as well. So uh, it's, it's always good to hear something new, but uh, off the back of something that is familiar always helps too. And they say it helps to build the product. And uh, yeah, Aaron Page is the, the product we're looking for. So where do we find you uh, when it comes to seeing you online and, and getting hold of your music in forms, which, which can be a direct payment? Other than crawling the streets and the cities <laughs> locally, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, to buy my music or download it. You can listen to it at aaronpagemusic.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find me on SoundCloud and YouTube and Spotify, practically anywhere where there's a .com. Yeah, and, there's, you know, there's a, you often visiting the website, that's, that's where I will be. There's a little bit of Aaron Page's world out there. So uh, spell, spell Aaron for us, because this is always difficult. And, yes. and Page, because there's various spellings of that too. You've got two tricky ones there. Very true. So the name Aaron is A-R-R-A-N. So like the Isle of Aaron, A-R-R-A-N. And Page, like a book. Okay. P-A-G-E. Simple as that. Right, now we're going to get a sample of your music, if you can put your drink down. I don't know. I'm getting worse. You're worse than yes. me with a cuppa. So what are we going to hear? I just need the caffeine in my veins. Right? <laughs> what are you going to play? Uh, so I'm going to play a little song called She Moves. This is going to be on the EP that I'm releasing towards the end of this uh, this year. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a sweet little uh, ode to the addiction of love, oh. I think. Oh, okay, I think. take it away. Old song, all 
drops up in blood when he falters and chases a dream he dreams of forever floating down the street She's the night She's a kindness And she's delight And when the rain came She'd start the dance Jumping in the puddles And clapping her hands I would be throwing money at you if you were stood in the street at the moment. Uh, however, I get away with that on the grounds. This is rather virtual at the minute. Uh, but uh, Aaron, good to catch up with you. Thank you for joining us. Looking forward to the EP. Once we've got that in the bag, let's have a chat again and uh, share a couple of tracks off that one. And uh, people should go out, look for you on not only the street corners of this world with your guitar, but also online. Aaron Page is the name you're looking for. But thank you for joining me. Thank you very much, Jason. Nice to see you again. With the arrival of Pay Dirt on both DVD and digital release, Luke Goss once more returns to our screens and he joins me now for a chat. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you today? I'm good. I trust we find you well. No, you do. I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles. Got up about an hour ago. I was, I was painting till about four o'clock in the morning this morning. And uh, yeah, my day's just starting. Doing, I've been doing promotion for the last couple of weeks and I have to be honest with you, hearing my my native accent in different forms is very comforting right now and I really really enjoy it because it's a, a chance to feel a little closer to my home so I've actually been enjoying the whole last couple of weeks promoting the movie and a great movie it is too I mean it's got a brilliant feel to it you take the lead as the Brit Damien Brooks with the setup for the film there's a drugs bust there and he's put away in prison then a retired sheriff who decides to cause him trouble as he heads off to look for $33 million, which is hidden out there somewhere. So you, you spend some brilliant time in the Californian desert by the sounds of things. Yeah, and I'm a desert rat. I really, you know, I spend, you know, at least three or four times a year I go camping out in the Joshua Tree and Palm Desert is all part of that. And so to be honest with you, 
being out in the desert with the date farms and years ago they were brought over they have these huge date farms that, and with the mountains you feel that you could be completely somewhere else and then obviously making a movie with a bunch of my buddies and thanks for saying you like it because to be honest with you we wanted to make a fun goofy kind of action-ish movie it's leaning more towards goofy and fun and than it is action but i do think we christian the director he he he, he wove a a very clever mix of silly, fun, and serious. And Val Kilmer's character, who is a, basically forced to retire based upon a bus going bad that Damien, my character, had put together to sort of discredit him mm-hmm. and then try and take this, you know, the, the money for the story. But the, the thing that's great about it is that there's, a, there's a, an interaction between Val and I in the movie that makes right on a human level certain things you don't get right. You don't get this dialogue in this movie that you don't normally get it's normally just you know plowing through and just fun and giggles but there were some things with Val and I that I really remember fondly and will always remember fondly that I don't know if you know that, that scene at the end with him and I in the date farm but it just felt mm-hmm. it felt like a, a great pause in a, in a fun film but you know I had a lot of fun making it basically it is about getting that chemistry right isn't it and I think with the the, the way in which uh, the characters developed uh, even from his time from yeah, first release from prison early on in the movie and some of the the little things like five years away not a clue what Netflix is you know things like that it's actually picking up on the way in which things things change and then then using those uh, to bring the similarities between the characters the likes of Sheriff Tucker to yeah the, the to tell the story as you say in in a fun way but but one which yeah it's got it's got its believable elements and it's got the stuff which is just part of the fun film feel too yes and and it's really interesting hearing you talk about it. You, you obviously get the vibe completely but my my character has to bring if you like the real element of the story as does Val's characters like Val and I we don't bring any comedy we just we're bringing that real thread that the, that the fun can hang upon. But you're right. There is there is this wonderful kind of weave going on. And what, firstly, we embrace the idea that this heist, it's not a, an Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. It's an off-strip heist with a smaller crew that you know that they've been working. It's got like a long-term deal that's been going on for five or six years. It's a long play, and it's off-strip. It's not the stripping, but it's way, way, way off-strip, and it's not as glamorous. But you know, Christian brilliantly embraced that and turned it into this kind of fun. So if you like, you know, the movie Swingers, but a heist movie, it was, just, it was very well done, I thought. And I, I'm, you know, as a producer as well, I'm really happy to be a part of it. But I'm glad you liked it, man. That's, I mean, frankly, the only reason to make a film is for someone to sit on, their, on, a, on a couch or a chair or whatever and watch it and have a good time. I mean, there's no other reason for me, other than you love making movies, to make the film. It's for them entirely. So when anyone says they had a good time watching it, it's always a nice feeling. Yeah, and clearly you love making movies. We're looking at a 20-year career here, which back in, what, the latter part of the 90s, when my sister was running down to London to see the last of the, the Bross events down in Wembley, no one could quite have expected what was to come, could they? And I'm sure that you had not anticipated even the level of success that you see now based on you know, the, the wonderful success you had with the band. I'll be honest with you, I, I'm, I'm at a point in my life, you know, I prayed you know, three or four times a day at least, I meditate, give thanks, you know, um, I have a film career that's international now, and I have a, a music career the same. My books, the self-help books, people seem to be liking, and now my art is now a, is part on the roster of my full-time career now. We've been managing it and bringing that to where it needs to be. I don't really know how to say thank you more times a day, and I and I I realize the blessing of my life. I really do now, and, I, and the fact that 
I get a chance now to play in many mediums of, of art is uh, honestly I, I feel humbled by it, and I, and I, I, you know, a point in my life where I just I just want to literally be that bohemian, love <laughs> delivering, love filled human being because you know art is wonderful, but it, it as you get older, there's got to be a big reason to do it, and so it, you know my reason is just to. I don't know. I don't want a divide between me and the audience. I just want to be a, someone that makes things that bring some kind of happiness in some form, you know. And particularly with the times we're in at the moment and the fact that, I mean, this was finished in good time to have its full, yeah, in effect, theatrical release, but one which is behind closed doors. I mean, you're missing out on a red carpet for a cinema theatre release for this, but uh, still getting to share it in now in a, in a medium which more and more people uh, are turning to. And yeah, to have this as a, a digital download or a DVD as its first offering, uh, I, th- I think it's one that will sit well on a big screen you'll enjoy it, but it, uh, equally, it does come across on the yeah slightly smaller screen in the front room. Yeah, no, and these days, you know, for me, I'm not really, I don't really have any any ambitions. So the reason I was sad, you know, we did have a theatrical release on this. It was, everybody seems to dig it, but you know, it, 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 we didn't lose. That's not what I miss. I do miss the idea of flying home and seeing everybody and having some dinners and looking at my, looking at London and being at my, being home again. And I, you know, it does feel a little bit like oh. You know, I'm looking. I was looking forward just to see some familiar faces. And, you know, I know it sounds silly, but you, you know, you get into. I rarely get into a cab in London, and they don't say, "Hey, Luke, how you doing?" Or "How's your brother?" Or whatever. It's just there's this familiarity that is that I frankly look was looking forward to. But like you say, now we can get into people's living rooms, and the only reason to make a film is that people can say, "All right, an hour and a half or whatever it is," people can chill out and say, "Oh, I enjoyed that." Takes them away for a minute. No, we're not trying to win any Oscars on this film. We're trying to just make a movie that's a fun watch. And from what you've told me, you you had that experience. So, job done. You know, it's, it's, I don't really think, oh, my career, I don't have my red carpet. <laughs> I'm just thinking, oh, that's a shame. I'm not going to see a bunch of faces that I love. Yeah, I'm happy it's coming out. And people have been incredibly supportive of it. So I know there's a lot of choices for people to speak of. So when they give me the time, like yourself, I'm just like, hey, thanks, man. You know, we worked hard on this thing. Well, certainly worth watching. You can see the effort and the uh, and the money and the experience that's gone into it. It is a fantastic film. He's paid a certificate 15, available now to enjoy both on digital download and on DVD with Luke Goss as a star and uh, Val Kilmer being the thorn in his side for much of the movie. Make sure you take a look at it. Meanwhile, Luke Goss, thank you for joining us. Thank you, sir. So kind of you. Thank you, thank you. Well, that's your lot for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. Back with episode 584 next week. I look forward to seeing you then. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the mill bar. 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 Goodbye from the mill bar.